the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on KKNT 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern and I'm here with my friend and partner, Gary Green, and we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you and exclusively for you, looking out for your best best interest and your best interest only. Many times we actually talk people out of buying cars. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. You know, and it's funny. I actually did that this week. A friend of mine called, and it's actually it's my friend's daughter, and I'd helped the family probably get six, seven, eight cars. And she told me what her thoughts were, and I told her there's no reason to do that. Okay, why don't you just wait till the lease is over? And that's when it will be the most opportune time to get the car. But I kind of laughed because I thought about something she said, and I happened to see this article. I'm not going to spend that much time on it, but it, it's probably one of the worst articles I've ever read in my life. And I found the article through my MSN homepage, and it was an article was found on Business Advice Source and 10 Reasons You Should Buy a Car Instead of Leasing. And it says, leasing has become an increasingly popular way for many motorists to attain a new vehicle. However, the evidence is pretty conclusive that buying a car is still a better option. Okay. To, prove, to prove this, here are the top 10 reasons you should buy a car instead of lease. Cars last much longer than the average lease agreement. Well, duh. Unless you're planning on swapping out your vehicle well before it hits its expiration date, buying a car is a more effective choice. As long as you're making payments on a car you have purchased, the vehicle legally belongs to the lender. Well, guess what? That's exactly correct. So it's kind of funny that he's kind of hip. What's the right word? Hypocritical? Yes. He he says one thing in one thing and then goes to another thing and says something else. But once you've paid your car off, the car is yours and you don't have to make any payments on it for as long as you own it. In many cases, a good car can last years past the point when you're through making payments on it, meaning for the duration of the time you do not have to pay a dime for your vehicle. If you choose to lease a car, there is no such period. Well, my thoughts on that are most people that keep their cars for a long time, okay, absolutely you buy your car up front. Okay, and all the leases, in my opinion, it's a different way of paying for a car. And if you think for one second that when we go to number... I want to. He writes in number five, you're paying for zero ownership. Well, he said it in number one that you don't own the car until you pay it off anyway. But I don't want to jump. I'm going to have Dana go over number two. 
well, to to kind of stay on on the first one, well, yes, if if you make you know whether it's sixty payments or seventy two payments or God forbid more payments on an auto loan, at the end of the course of the loan, if you have completed all of them, of course you would own it. One of the reasons why people lease a vehicle is they don't want to have a vehicle that long or be out of warranty and be exposed that long. But we'll move on to number two. Leasing has its limits on time and distance. And just so you know, anytime you buy a car conventionally, there's a distance or a length of the term of the loan. So the time is typically shorter on a lease, far shorter than a conventional purchase. And then it says, and distance. And although I haven't gotten into what he has to say after that, when you buy a vehicle conventionally, if you put high mileage on the car, then you're affected by the value of the car based on how far you've driven it. It's no different whether you lease the car or purchased it. If it has high mileage or excessive mileage, that can be addressed up front in a lease where you can't really address that up front in a purchase. But this is what he has to say. Lease agreements not only have set limits on how long you can use the car, but also how many miles you can put on it. For example, a common lease agreement will be for four years, 48,000 miles. That's, that, that's already wrong. A common lease agreement is closer to 36 months, almost always. A 48-month term would be completely uncommon. But let's move forward. It then says you will have to pay a penalty fee for every mile you went over. And, you know, there is truth to that. If you turn in a vehicle at least maturity and you've gone over the mileage that you've agreed to drive it, then there is a penalty for mileage. If you purchase that car, put higher than average miles on it, then there would be a blue book knock for the value for it being higher than average, and you would still pay for it. But as we move forward, it says at just 12,000 miles per year. Well, as we've discussed many times, a lease can be structured for up to 30,000 miles a year on a three-year term or up to 100,000 miles on a three-year term, depending on the manufacturer. So that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but we'll continue with what he has to say. Leasing means you will really have to pay attention to how many miles you put on your vehicle, which is a hassle that many people prefer not to deal with. Well, guess what? Um, when you buy a car, you may not be paying attention to how many miles you're putting on it, but I assure you it affects the value of the car just as greatly, in fact, probably more, because when you have a nice vehicle and you put high miles on it and you do a conventional purchase and you're not worried about the miles and then you decide that you want to replace the car, now you're at the mercy of the used car manager's opinion of the value of your car, which I can assure you is going to be far worse than just the mileage penalty that the Blue Book says. Now, number three, and I'm, and I'm not going to – I want to try to go through them. Number three, I kind of laugh, repairs and not modifications. Dana, when's the last time a customer told you when they were buying their brand-new car they were going to do a custom paint job on it? Uh, never. I've had one, and it was kind of a, a comical thing, but it says no custom paint jobs or a new spoiler. When you purchase a car, you're free to do whatever you like. Well, guess what? You're absolutely free to do whatever you like. But if the used car manager doesn't like what you're doing, what you did, when you go to trade it in, okay, this gentleman that took his Kia Soul and put the custom paintwork and the custom wheels and the spoiler and the stuff, that's to his liking. He has no intentions of ever getting rid of the car. Did you hear what he just said? Custom to that individual's needs. When you go out and alter a vehicle from the way the manufacturer built it, 
and change it and you think it looks better, well, it may look better to you, but it doesn't mean a darn thing to the dealer. And right. often it'll cost you money, yeah. not, not get you more. Now, the number, the number four I kind of left, because number four I think could be the stupidest one. The lease contract doesn't change no matter what the circumstances. So let me ask you a question, Danny. You buy a card. It says 72 months at 1.9%. Your payments begin on this date. Your payment's $475. Once you have that bank contract on the purchase, can you change it? Nope. Okay, so what's the difference between a lease and a contract and a purchase contract with changing things? Well, none. And if it, what it says here is no matter what happens, you will have to pay the amount you agreed to in the initial contract. Well, that's simply untrue. Right. If you chose to trade the vehicle in, pay it off early, whether you do a conventional purchase or a lease, what that statement's completely not factual. It says if you get in a wreck and total the car you have leased, you still have to pay the full amount that you have leased it for even if the insurance company does not pay you for its full value. Well, guess what? Leases have gap insurance, and most purchases you have to buy gap insurance. And if you heard what Gary just said, that what this article says is that you still have to pay the full amount. A, that's not true. B, what Gary just said is true. Many leases come standard with gap insurance, which is designed to protect you in the event that there is a disparity between value and what you owe. Now, to add to that... How would you like to have a $120,000 car that gets $25,000 worth of body damage to it two years into driving the car? I'm not saying owning the car, driving the car. That car, when you go to trade it in and the used car manager pulls up the car fax and says, vehicle disabled, airbags deployed, and the car was $120,000 brand new, that accident probably just cost you $20,000 in the value of the car. What does the lease company do to you when you turn the car in if it's been repaired properly? Well, in order to have it repaired, the lease company actually signs off on the check for the insurance, and it becomes a lease company's problem, not Not a consumer's problem. But he goes on to say many people who decide to lease a car opt to pay for gap insurance. Now, there are some lease companies that do require purchasing gap insurance. Um, Well, they don't require you purchase it, but in order to have it, you have to pay for it. Well, guess what? When people buy cars conventionally, if they potentially face the opportunity to have negative equity, guess what they buy? Gap Gap insurance. What a shocker. And then it says in another scenario, if you're unable to pay the lease payments, the dealership will repossess the car. What? The dealership has nothing to do with your lease contract. If you finance a vehicle through Chase Bank or Honda Finance or Toyota Motor Credit, whether you do a conventional purchase or a lease, guess what? The dealership is not involved anymore. The second that they get funded by the lender from the initial transaction, they're out. So what is he talking about? I have absolutely no clue. Number five, you're paying for zero ownership. Driving around the latest and greatest vehicle can be exciting, but at the end of the day, you're giving, going to end up paying thousands of dollars with absolutely nothing to show for it. Okay, sure you have the option to buy the car at the end of the lease agreement, but doing this is much more costly than it would have been to just buy the car in the first place. Again, wrong. We've proven it time and time again. I, and leasing, I don't know. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Leasing a car does not allow you to claim the vehicle as an asset or any of the perks of actual ownership. You don't own your car till you pay it off. Buying a car means you can sell it later. Well, if you lease a vehicle, you can also sell it later. The, the, the entire article without you know, 
reading every word of it's it. It's unbelievable. Probably and, the worst article I've ever seen. And and I, I would have to agree with Gary and that whoever did write this knows as little about the auto industry as probably someone that's been in the car business about three weeks as a car salesman. But you as consumers out there and you as potential clients for either us or customers for the dealership, read things like this that are published in noteworthy publications. And then if you don't know better, you might think that this poppycock is true. Yeah. Did you ever meet my French model, friend Dana? Yeah. Because it's on the Internet. It's true. You know, and then I believe the next one he has is buying a car means you can sell it later. We kind of touched on that. Insurance and taxes on a lease car are more expensive. Poppycock. Where do they come up with this stuff? I, I, I don't get it. Well, and, and for clarification, um, on insurance, typically in the old days, they used to require all most lease companies at least 100000 300000 50000 for your minimal insurance coverages. Most lease companies have completely gone away from that requirement. But most people that have good credit and finance cars need that kind of insurance in the first place because if they have assets and they're exposed. And if you have a good driving record, then it would have no impact. As far as taxes being higher on a leased car, this person has to be a moron. You're only paying tax on the payment. You're not paying tax on the whole car. Silly. You can reach Gary at 602-525-1370. You can reach me, Dana, at 602-679-8324. Earnhardt Honda has received the Honda Corporation's esteemed President's Award seven times in the last eight years. The President's Award is the most prestigious and coveted award that Honda can award to its dealerships. The award recognizes dealership teams that demonstrate superior customer satisfaction, new car sales volume, and business management. Approximately 15% of Honda dealerships receive the award each year, while Earnhardt Honda ranked in the top 1%. Please allow us to show you why we are the top Honda dealer in the West Valley regions, located at I-10 and Loop 101 in the Avondale Auto Mall. Earnhardt Hyundai Avondale offers a great selection of new Hyundais and pre-owned vehicles. We pledge to offer exceptional customer service and ownership satisfaction. Located at 10401 W. Papago Freeway, Avondale, Arizona, 85323 in Avondale Auto Mall. Miller Nissan in Mesa offers new Nissans along with pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs by top manufacturers. General Manager Bill Brixey will help you find that new or used car you have been searching for in the Phoenix metro area. You can reach him directly at 1-888-993-1126. His finance staff offers expert advice for those seeking a great deal on a new car loan or lease. His service does not stop there, as Phoenix area customers frequently come in and take advantage of their professional Nissan service department and fully stocked inventory of Nissan Auto Parts. They are located at 2025 West Auto Center Drive in Mesa, Arizona. As one of the newest members of the Earnhardt Auto Centers, Earnhardt Cadillac is proud to be your choice for all of your Cadillac needs. Located at 7901 East Frank Lloyd Wright Boulevard in Scottsdale, they have one of the finest inventories of luxury pre-owned vehicles in the state. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot, KKNT Intelligent Talk. Once again, I'm Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. Each week, we try to share some helpful hints on the car buying process. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. I want to finish up quickly on, the, on this article. It's got to be one of the worst things I've ever read to actually have a consumer believe this stuff. But avoid longer leases. Now, that we I agree, agree with. with. Yes. Okay, at the end of the lease agreement, you've almost paid for enough to buy the car. How could you say one statement that's so true and another statement that's so re- ridiculous it's not even funny? By the way, they're in the exact same paragraph. Correct. Avoid long leases. Payments may seem cheaper, but at the end of the lease agreement, you'll almost have always paid more for the same amount if you've taken the purchase the car outright. This is the most true with longer leases. Longer leases are – we've never recommended a longer lease. If you have to lease a car – and stretch it past 39 months. Did you hear that? And there might be one rare occasion where it's 42, but that would be like the exception to almost any rule. 39 or shorter is the number. Right. And the reason that is, is you don't want to buy a car, lease a car past the 36-month point because you want to drive a car that's still covered under factory warranty. Now, if you're the kind of person that wants to drive a new car every three years – and doesn't care about that false sense of ownership. Because remember, any equity that's in your car was put there with your money. It, the article goes on to allude to, well, you only save about $500 a year. So I guess he must be using a six-year term for his equation. But just so we're on the same page, if it was only $40 a month cheaper to purchase the vehicle for the same term, that it was to lease it, you would have to be legally brain dead to lease the car in the first place. Now, the next one, leasing a car is more red tape and fine print. Poppycock. R- sit down with the purchase contract, not the buyer's order. Sit down with the purchase contract. Read all the red lines. Read all the, you know, the, the red tape and the fine print and whatever you want to do. If you don't like the idea of worrying about every scratch and stain or idea of carefully planning out how many miles you drive, then buying a car – that you can use in any way you please is the better option. Well, guess what? You buy the car, you go to trade it in, and you've scratched it, and you've stained it, and you've dented it, and you've dinged it, and you've worn out the tires, and you've cracked the windshield. Guess what? Wherever you're trading that car in or wherever you're selling the car to, they're taking all that damage into consideration. You know, it says here, when leasing a car, you are penalized for any damages beyond normal wear and tear. Poppycock. Well, guess what? When you purchase a car, well, if you think about it, what what he said was beyond wear and tear. So they allow for normal wear and tear. He must not understand what he's writing. If you're trading in a vehicle that you own and you're not able to just turn it in because you leased it, then... Ultimately, they don't accept normal wear and tear. They don't accept small dings and scratches and dents. They don't allow your tires to be almost bald and then just take it back or pay you top dollar for it. The The entire premise of the fine print and leasing has more red tape, uh, again, moronic. Now, here's the last one. We're gonna, buying gives you a pride of ownership. For this reason and all others listed, it's simply a better way – it's simply better to pay a little more each month than buy a car that you can proudly call your own. Okay, 
How do you call a car that you owe payments on your own? Now, here's the only thing I'm going to say about this, and then I'm going to let Dana finish up. But here's the question I have for you. If I came to you and I said to you, you can buy a stock right now for $30,000, and in five years you own the stock and you paid $30,000 for it, but the stock went down and you knew it was going to go down 10%, over the next five years, would you buy that stock? No, and I can assure you, if you're listening, you shouldn't buy it either. The The key, and what I think he's clearly describing, is if he was your stockbroker and you gave him $30,000 to invest, and at the end of five years he gave you back a car that was worth around 7500 you probably wouldn't want him as your financial guider. All the leases, and and I don't care what anybody tells you, what anybody says to me, all the leases, it's a different way to use your money to provide transportation for yourself. And to give you an example, and obviously they don't sell very many electric cars, but they sell a few. And of the few that they sell, about 75% of them are leased. Interesting. Probably because of that big tax incentive, but let's get past that. Of the luxury cars, of all the luxury cars sold. I, I wouldn't buy a Highline car for all the tea in China. You or me either. And currently about 50%, just under 50% of all Highline vehicle sales are leases, which means when people buy luxury cars, they typically either write a check, which is really dumb, or they often lease them, which is really smart unless it's an exotic car something unique and rare that they plan to keep for forever and ever. If you have to lease a Ferrari, you can't afford it. Amen. Because the way a Ferrari lease is set up, it's actually an open-ended lease, and it's very dangerous, and the mileage penalty is ridiculous, and I think you're allowed somewhere somewhere in the range of about 300 miles a month. Well, if you remember years ago, there was a lease on a Rolls-Royce that we saw. It was was 25,000 down plus the fees and three grand a month. It was something like that. And then you were only allowed to drive 5,000 miles a year. Again, if you're buying that kind of a vehicle, chances are you're not leasing it. But let's segue and talk about someone that's not going to be talking about leasing and they just want to pay cash for their car, but I think Gary wants to add something. Before we go to that, there was one other thing, and it's becoming my biggest pet peeve, and it's something that's been really, is pretty unavoidable in about 95% of the transactions that we do. Okay, and what that basically is, is we have not been able, you have to sit with the finance manager at some point. And what I want, Dana was a finance manager at one point in his career, and so was I. And I think when I was in finance, we sold four products. The rate, the interest rate, an extended service contract, credit life and disability, and gap insurance. So what I'm finding now is uh, as I'm getting older, I have less patience. So when I'm now sitting with these finance managers, they're offering, and and I want Dana to, he's going to find, I know I'm missing something. They're going to offer you an interest rate, a warranty, paintless dent repair, wheel and tire protection, Scotch guard for the interior. Some, some type of paint sealant. Yeah. Some kind of paint sealant. Prepaid key replacement. Full maintenance for the term of the vehicle. Some kind of a clear bra. Gap insurance. 
And I laughed the other day when the finance manager, when the customer actually asked about credit life and disability insurance. Almost never asked. It's never asked anymore because it's federally regulated. It's an insurance and the dealership cannot mark it up. And what happened was I think the dealerships realized it took up too much of the payment bump and the people didn't buy it. That's exactly what happened. They they have things like SmartNote where they convince you to pay them hundreds of dollars to automatically take the money out of your account every two weeks. You can do it yourself. What a genius idea. Why not not pay a penny for that stuff and just have the money taken out of your account every two weeks and you'll save that extra several hundred dollars as well. But there's even more products they have available. You know, and it's just that part of of sitting there and listening. And, And the problem that I have is that we understand it. And if you want to see what we understand, you can reach me at 602-525-1370 and Dana at 602-679-8324. Jim and J.J. Testa, commercial fleet managers at Camelback Toyota, are truly good guys in the automotive business. They've been in the car business since 1987 and the entire time in the Phoenix metro area. They are kind of like their own dealership very easy to work with, and have the largest selection of Toyotas in the Southwest, not to mention a great selection in pre-owned and certified vehicles. A special thanks goes to John O'Malley, managing partner for giving Gary Green his first start in the automotive business in 1988. You can reach Jim at his desk at 602-200-5520 and JJ at 602-532-4472. Earnhardt Kia, the fastest growing Kia dealership and the number one volume dealership in the Valley of the Sun. Located on Bell Road, just minutes from Scottsdale and Glendale. Our locations allow us to serve all the greater Metro Phoenix areas as well as nearby Tempe and Peoria. You can visit us at 2121 East Bell Road in Phoenix or call General Manager Scott Clark at 602-345-5405. Monte Vista Cleaners. Dry cleaned or pressed garments, only $2.59. Laundered and starched shirts, only $1.75. Monte Vista Cleaners use a state-of-the-art equipment and best cleaning supplies to offer you fast same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry cleaned items and next-day service on all other times. They're open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 20010 North 59th Avenue in the Glendale Home Depot Shopping Center or 8345 West Thunderbird in Peoria. Monte Vista Cleaners. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. 
you can feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continue to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. DFC Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, Dana Southern with my friend and partner Gary Green. We are Your Car Insiders. Well, we talked a little bit about some of the different products that are offered in finance and and it, and it can you know be frustrating for a consumer to kind of sit through those different things and have the person across the table from them explain to them how they need them and how important they are for them and the weird thing unfortunately is typically when they offer these different items the thing that's strange is they don't typically offer you a price on them how it, much it costs you a month how, uh, they have it broken down by month, by week, and by day, the change in payment. You know, I'm laughing when he said that. There's only one other thing I've ever seen advertised like that. Go into the mall and look at the puppies in the pet store. They don't tell you how much the puppy is. They tell you how much the payment a month is. It's unbelievable. But to get back to that, this is something that I want to spend a little bit of time on today, and that's, as we've shared in the past, the the dealers own the vehicles, and I suspect people understand that, but when you own the vehicle that you're selling, then you get to make the decision on what you're going to sell it for. Right, hopefully, you're with me so far. So the first thing I would suggest to you, of course, is if you're wise, you would call one of us. But let's say, hypothetically, you don't do that, and you go into a dealership and you inform them early on in the negotiation that you just want their best deal and you're paying cash. That's what you're going to tell them at hello. Yeah. Well, let me give you a little bit of advice. First off, there might be one person in the entire dealership that's happy to hear what you just said. That would be possibly the car salesman that's assisting you. Not one other soul in the dealership is happy or excited or interested in the fact that you've worked hard and gained the ability to pay cash. Now, Gary and I, I promise you certainly respect being able to pay cash. However, from the dealer's perspective, you're now putting them in a situation where you're, A, asking for the lowest price possible, and B, taking away all their potential revenue streams, meaning, like as an example, if you're not trading in a car, they can't bend on your car. 
they can't, you know, try to put a little bit more in it or, or do something. I mean, some... they can't add to your cash down payment? Uh, well, I haven't seen them do it yet. <laughs> and so if you take the trade out of the equation, now you just have the price of the car. Well, of course, for dealerships, as we've talked about on numerous occasions, they make more money in the finance department than they do in the sales department. As a general rule, there are some exceptions, but more money goes to the bottom line from finance department than from new car sales or used car sales. So let's just say hypothetically, Gary and I were both at a dealership today. We weren't together. We didn't know each other. We're not together that way anyway, but ultimately we were both looking at the same type of vehicle. And let's say we picked out the same one. Well, if Gary's paying cash for it and I'm financing the vehicle, there's a 99% chance the dealership's going to want to sell the vehicle to me and not Gary. Do you agree or disagree? Absolutely. You know, and, and a big part of what Dana and I do has to do exactly with what he's talking about, but it also has to do with relationships. You know, now I look at everything that Dana's talking about, and I look at certain things, and I like to deal with people that I like to deal with. Well, Gary, the difference, though, is we know these people. They don't. Correct. And as we get further into what I'm you know, going to visit about, the, you probably don't realize as a consumer when you walk into a dealership and make an announcement like, I'm paying cash, that you're actually hurting yourself. The dealership does a lot better job selling those warranties and those other products in finance when they get to tell you that it's only this much a week or it's this much a month. They don't have to tell you, oh, by the way, we really want $2,800 for this item, and now you have to write a check for it. So the key is when you go into a dealership, if we're not with you and you don't have the relationships that we do, and logically you can't, then Ultimately, you want to be as nice as humanly possible to the people you're dealing with because, again, if you're not financing, if you're not trading in a car, if you're not likely to buy any of the fun products that they have available for you in the business office, then their only profit center is going to be on the price of the vehicle itself. And then it becomes, again, your negotiating skills versus their negotiating skills. And the key is, again, not what they advertised, not what you heard, not what you thought you heard. But when you sign that final piece of paper, which is still in finance, even if you're writing a check for it, you're still going into finance. In finance, they're still going to try to sell you things. And it's the check when you leave that matters. That's an area where Gary and I can make a big difference for you as a client. Gary's number is 602-525-1370. Mine is 602-679-8324. Yourcarinsiders.com. Hugh Hewitt believes after 14 years, Afghanistan should be stable. The war was won in 2011, and President Obama lost the peace. Now, he'll say he doesn't agree with that, but any objective advisor knows it was won, there was stability, it was done, and uh, it is a very terrible thing that ISIS has arisen because President Obama would not win the peace. The Hugh Hewitt Show, afternoons at 3, right before Mark Levin at 6, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. 
Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to our clients. At Earnhardt Scottsdale Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people that know how to take care of a Lexus, but more importantly, people that know how to take care of you. Located at 6905 East McDowell Road in Scottsdale. Family owned and operated, Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale strives to surpass your expectations by actively listening to their customers and employees. Their goal is to simply provide an exceptional experience before, during, and after the sale. The exceptional experience is not a slogan, it's a way of life at Earnhardt Hyundai North Scottsdale. If you could choose any school from which to earn your college degree and be on your way to a better life, would you choose a school the Wall Street Journal recognized for producing some of the best qualified graduates, one the Princeton Review ranked as a leader in undergraduate education, and one U.S. News & World Report named number one in the nation for innovation ahead of both MIT and Stanford? Discover why Arizona State University is a clear choice for your future. In addition, ASU Online offers over 100 graduate and undergraduate programs you can take 100% online and on your schedule. You'll receive the exact same curriculum, degree, and prestigious faculty as our on-campus students. For information, call 1-800-720-2358. U.S. News & World Report also ranked ASU in the top 10 best places to earn an online degree. So get started today and learn to thrive with Arizona State University Online. Call today at 1-800-720-2358. That's 1-800-720-2358. There are a lot of kids in this country who didn't have a parent at their baseball games or recitals because their parents were serving in faraway places. But now their parents are coming home from battle, some with wounds you can see and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Everyday Wounded Warrior Project assists wounded warriors and their families with the Warriors to Work program, a program that helps warriors translate their military experience to civilian job experience, and they help employers find the right warrior for the right job. My mom used to be a tank programmer. Now she works with computers. I'm really glad she's home because I can't eat my dad's marshmallow macaroni anymore. I was two when my dad went away to war. He was there for three of my birthdays. Now he's home, and he's a logistics specialist. If you're looking for proven professionals, contact Wounded Warrior Project at findwwp.org. Welcome home, the brave. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com, where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Looking to know what's up on the Dennis Prager Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot, KKNT, KKNT Intelligent Talk. Once again, I'm Gary Green here with my partner Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You can like us on Facebook. You can find us at yourcarinsiders.com. You can go to the Patriots website. You can listen to all of our 
radio shows through a podcast through SoundCloud. And once again, a very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, in, I believe it's Peoria, Arizona. They are indeed, and their phone number is 623-875-4000. You know, and what Dane is basically talking about, and, and to hit the nail, I think, right on the head, is when you're in the dealership, you think you are controlling the car deal. There isn't anything further from it. Now, the most important thing that I look at is it, it's our relationships with people. Now, I have a friend of mine that wanted to buy a Jeep, and it's right in, right in line with what Dane is talking about. We go into the dealership, and my friend's looking at this Jeep, and he says, Gary, it's $895 for a tow hitch that I'm never going to use. I don't really want a tow hitch. So I'm trying to explain to him that you just looked at 45 Jeeps. There's only two that have the equipment that you'd like to buy. There's not a lot of them left in the Valley. Most of the inventory in Jeep Wranglers is 2016s. Now, if you don't want yellow, the other one is the silver with the tow hitch. So I walked over to the GSM and I said to him, hey, without doing a deal of trade, just tell me what you want to sell this car for. He's financing with you, no trade. So he gives me the price. So the guy says, I'm not sure what I want to do, uh, but I need my wife to see the Jeep. I said, okay, great. I asked the, the, the GSM, can we BCA him in the car so he could drive the car and show it to his wife? Well, he drove the car home, took it to where his wife worked, took it to the cigar shop, showed it to all the guys. All the guys liked the Jeep. Do you think for a second the guy's not buying the Jeep the next day? Nope. So I get to the dealership the next day, and the GSM walks over and tells me one of the sales managers going to finish up the deal. I said, okay, great. Now, we agreed to the numbers before he left. What does the sales manager want to do the next day? Increase the profit. Now, what was funny was because he looked at me and said, well, why do we have to lose money like this on this deal? And I looked at him and said, well, let me help you with something. I didn't negotiate this deal. I asked your boss what the customer could buy the car for, and that's what he said he could buy the car for. So that's what we're buying the car for. Well, do you think you can get the window tint because we traded for this car? We didn't trade for the car, but it has window tint. He said, well, you know what? You can ask him whatever you want. You want to put it on a menu, whatever you want to do, but I'll be right back. So he prints out the new menu. I go back out to the customer. I sit with the customer. I scratch out the window tin. I said, here's the 38.5 that you agreed to. We're not going to pay the 299 and away we go. We walk back in, and we buy the car. But it's about relationships. Well, and, and, and it is, and if you think about it, especially if you want to buy something that, that's in high popularity – something that, that is harder to get and something that the dealership maybe doesn't get as many of because of the circumstances I just described, and you go in to potentially buy the vehicle, you want to not tell them you're paying cash. You want to be extremely nice to them. You want to be polite and courteous, kind of like if, if you had a problem with your vehicle after you bought it and you came in for service and there was an issue well, depending on what happens and how you address that issue with a dealer has a big impact on what happens to you afterwards. If you're really nice to them, more than likely they're going to do everything they can to help you. If you go by yourself and you're trying to buy a vehicle, pay cash, and you decide that you're going to be rude to them, that you're going to push them around because, Doesn't work. because you've got money and you can go buy whatever you want, rest assured, they probably respect the fact that you have money too. The only difference is they don't want your check. Right. 
you know, and, and here's to add to that, and I know that Dana's going to agree with this exactly, and nobody else really looks at it this way. Folks, let me help you understand something. Everybody, everybody that buys a car is paying cash. Do you think, for, if you think for a second that when you finance your car through Chase Bank, that Chase Bank sends a check every month to the dealership? Folks, of course not. They buy, you buy your car. Dana's used the term a million times. When the dealership gets funded, they have all their money. And how long does it take to fund a car if all the paperwork's right? Overnight. And depending on the lender, the only places that could care less if you have cash are places that are like buy here, pay here. I was in a buy here, pay here place, and the guy wouldn't take cash. Well, I didn't mean – I meant enough down. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah no. Yeah. From the dealer's perspective, in a buy here, pay here place, they don't want your cash. They want the payments, kind of like the dealer. But what the whole picture is is a, a combination of what you know, who you know – and how well you understand the auto industry. The the dealers that are doing this every day, the dealers that practice this every day, like Gary just described, they don't lend money. They get funded by whether it's your checking account, whether it's a credit union, whether you finance through their bank, they get their money right away. And so for them, the reason that all deals are cash, like Gary said, is because they don't lend money. They're not lending institutions. And so for them, they understand common sense, like we talked about earlier, that they have a much greater chance of making more profit on you as a client if you're not paying cash. So back to what I was saying earlier, even if it's your intent to pay cash, you'd never tell them you're paying cash. If you can pay cash, there's a really good chance that you have very good credit. You might not, but there's a really good chance you do. And so ultimately, with us not there, you want to give them the impression that you're going to finance with them. And then once you've negotiated and you keep talking about the price and the payment and they talk about the interest rate, you have to remember, of course, to talk about price, price, price as a consumer and keep that as your main focus because they're now thinking, well, we're maybe going to give up a little bit of that price because we're going to make it in the back end on the financing. Again, it's much easier to get $14.32 a month as opposed to a 20 100 or $200 check out of your pocket. And so if you go into the finance office, then and only then, after begging for even more discount, then tell them you're going to write a check, not before. Now, remember this, though. There's certain cars that you buy that they offer you an incentive, a rebate to finance with the dealership. So writing a check is useless. It hurts now, you. Now, here's the other part. Okay, the gentleman I helped yesterday get a vehicle financed approximately $35,000. And his exact words was, why would I write a check for $35,000 that with the interest rate that I'm getting through a bank, it's only costing me for the next 60 months $1,700. If you have $35,000 in your 
checking account and you can't earn $1,700 with it in the next five years, you shouldn't have that money. The key thing to remember is each and every, and we, Dana and I could talk for 400 hours straight. Each and every car deal is completely different. It makes sense for somebody to write a check sometimes. It makes sense for that person that could write the check sometimes to finance the car. It makes sense sometimes for that person to lease the car. Give you a perfect example. Dear friend of mine had the full ability to pay cash for a brand new Lexus. By leasing it, she saved $2,600 rather than paying cash the moment that she picked it up. You either understand what programs can make it It's understanding because each and every car deal, the point that I'm trying to make is each and every car deal is different. I might sit with two people that I took to the dealership at the exact same time buying the exact same car. And for one person, it makes sense to write a check. For the other guy, it makes makes sense to lease the car. For the one guy, it makes sense to, to, to buy the car. One guy, it might make sense to buy a warranty. There is no rule of thumb when it comes to the car business. Are you hearing what he's saying? Because it, it's just so true. There, there is no set formula that you go, okay, well, if I do this, I do this. And if I do that, I do this. By having you know, decades of experience and understanding of how every part of a car deal works, both Gary and I will walk you through your choices, explain them to you clearly so that you fully understand why you are doing what you're doing, what you're gaining by doing it the way you're doing it, what you are potentially losing if you do it a different way. When you buy a car, you should understand it as well as the person that sold it to you for sure because you're paying for it. Most of the people that are selling you the car don't understand it because there's there's a lot of salespeople that don't get it. Now, if you think for one second that when you walk into a car dealership, There are guys that are good guys in the car business. Don't get me wrong, but that's how they make a living. So if you think that when you're in the car dealership, when they're presenting options to you, that those options are 100% in your best interests, you don't need our help. You need help, just not ours. Right, because – Each and every car deal is different, and each and every time I help somebody buy a car, I explain to them exactly what's going on. And the reason that besides having relationships, when our clients get new vehicles, regardless of which dealership we happen to go to, they they always leave happy and they give good customer satisfaction reports. And whether you buy a car or don't buy a car does matter to a dealer because if, as an example, if you go in there and you're that person that's you know rude and I just want your best price and I'm paying cash and it's this big battle for hours, they'd rather not sell you the car than get a bad survey. I literally had hundreds of people over the years, hundreds of people that were nice enough people, but ultimately they wanted to pay less for the vehicle than we did. They wanted to be rude to the people that worked with and for me. And then if we wouldn't do it, they were, you know, all snotty. Well, I explained to them that that street out front headed in both directions, and I recommended they pick one. You're not going to go into a dealership 
and beat them into losing money because you're smart. And then on top of it, put them in a situation where they know that they're risking a bad survey. There, there are certain dealerships, though, in town, and we know those that they don't care what they're what their survey say. Well, that and, and on top of that, just so we're crystal clear, they can make your survey disappear. Right. So, so just so we're clear, if you're that disgruntled person, depending on the brand that you're buying, that's just waiting to give it to the dealer as soon as you get that note in the mail, well, guess what? You're never getting the note in the mail. You're never getting the survey. You're going to disappear from the chart. That's if you buy it. If you don't buy it, you don't get to fill out a survey. And, and the sad part is when you get the, the survey and you fill it out and the one person that you liked at the dealership was the young man that helped you who had nothing to do with what the numbers were, nothing to do with how the numbers were presented, nothing to do with how you got treated in the finance office. Well, that's the guy that gets dinged. And, and it's so sad because the person that really did care about you the most – like Gary said, had no control over helping you in the real math side of it, but cared about you the most, did everything they could to protect you, they're the one that gets the brunt of that bad survey and can even be penalized financially because of it. And so one thing for sure, when you buy a vehicle, if you're not paying cash and you're financing the car, the nice thing about when Gary and I help people buy a car, they actually get to keep it and they don't have to go back and renegotiate. You can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Remember this. We're not selling you anything. We're helping you buy a car. We're not brokers. We're not salespeople in car dealerships. It's our intentions to get you the best possible deal on the car that it is that you want to buy, not the car that it is the dealership wants to sell you. We each, each time we visit a dealership, I know Dana does the exact same thing. If the customer's not 100% happy, we're not there to talk you into buying a car. We're there to help you buy a car. Once again, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Enjoy your Saturday. Have a great day. This was a paid program and was provided for informational purposes only. The market goes up and the market goes down. It always has and it always will. But if you are in or near retirement... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.